Not ashamed of the gospel, because it is God's power for salvation to everyone who believes. One thing, I don't know why, it's destiny from matter how hard you try. Keep that in mind, I designed this rhyme to explain it to time. All I know, time is a valuable thing. Watch it fly by as the pendulum swings. Watch it count down to the end of the day. The clock takes life away, it's so unreal. Didn't look out below. Watch the time go right out the window. Trying to hold on, but you didn't even know. Wasted it all just to watch you go. Welcome to another Just Informed Talk radio show. I'm your host, Craig James. It is Friday, so you know what that means. It is Tinfoil Friday here on Just Informed Talk Radio. And as usual, over the last few weeks, we've had a very special guest joining us each and every Friday to go down the rabbit hole, take the red pill, and give us information and insight that the fake news and the establishment certainly doesn't want you to have. So uh, we are very blessed to be joined by him. We'll introduce him in just a second. Before we do that, though, I want to thank everybody out there listening, whether you're listening live here in the front range of the Colorado Rockies from Colorado up into uh, Wyoming and over into Nebraska, or you're listening to the live stream over on Rumble or whatever platform this is playing on. I want to say thank you. Make sure you leave your comments and uh, make sure you leave your, your, your thoughts in the live chat or uh, if you want to, you can call or text any questions you have in right now to the radio station, 877-536-1360. But, um, yeah, we have a big show today. I'm very excited. As usual, we've been having uh, our guest on regularly every Friday now to break certain things down. And uh, he has a lot of topics he wants to get into with us here today. So, without further ado, let me take a second here to introduce all of you out there once again to uh, our good friend, friend of the show, Nick No, He is a U.S. Air Force veteran with a military intelligence background. He is also known as the Benghazi whistleblower, and uh, he's just got a plethora of information that he is uh, able to share with us. We're going to break some interesting topics down today. I just want to take a second and make sure he's there. Nick, are you there? Yes, I'm here, Craig. It's always good to have you on the show, brother. Uh, thanks for coming back on. I know our audience is really going to uh, enjoy this today. I know we have some interesting topics we want to dive into. And, you know, a- as usual, I want to be able to, to kind of just guide the show, but I'm going to basically give you the steering wheel and let you uh, drive from here. So let's go ahead and just take over. I know today you talked about you wanted to start with talking about maybe silent weapons for quiet wars, but. Wherever you want to take us, Nick, let's just go there. What, what do you have in store for us today? Well, I uh, let's let's cover the silent weapons for quiet wars. I'll send over the doc to you so you can attach it somehow to um, uh, the replay of, of uh, our session here. But um, I want to just cover some of the things that are mentioned in it and what it really is about and what they really do. So. This is what the elites do, and namely the Rothschild in particular, to control the entire planet. Yeah, sure, they have blackmail, extortion, bribery, all that. Um, However, there is a formula and a a way that they do, uh, they have enough money and power to uh, uh, 
to induce behaviors and, and actions and uh, sentiments in entire populations. And that's why it's so important for them to control the media as they have. It's uh, so that they can actually control the minds of minds and hearts of Americans and the people around the world. So the Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars is a document basically outlining in pretty full detail to include even the equations uh, and how they do it where they use the Hegelian dialectic, they uh, use, I'll just read the table of content, it covers security, historical, uh, the historical introduction, political introduction, energy, uh, descriptive in introduction of silent weapons, theoretical induction, the general energy concepts, uh, Mr. Rothschild's energy discovery. And basically, if, as I read down through this, you can read them too whenever you download it. Um, they affect economic models. They uh, control the, the way people think. They, um, they even um, intentionally uh, do certain things to keep the money flow going, for example, wars and other things like that. And it's simply to keep their Ponzi scheme going. And we'll get back into the Rothschilds a little bit further down the road. You know, I want to mention that Alan Dershowitz was introduced to Jeffrey Epstein through Linda Rothschild. And Jeffrey Epstein also helped start the Clinton Foundation. And the Clintons also are good friends with the Linda Rothschild. So keep that in mind. With all this stuff going on, yeah, some people might point in Israel. Yeah, they might point it. Yeah, they were involved, sure. Um, but who really controls those people? And it's the Rothschilds. So... That's, that's a um, great point. Weapons. That's a great point. I was having a conversation yesterday with somebody who was uh, saying, you know, they don't believe Alan Dershowitz is, you know, a bad actor. And I was like, you got to see these people for who they are. You know, a, a lot of these people are all connected to the same back door, backroom club, right? Well, in my opinion, it's possible that he may not have been involved in that stuff. However, you do have to keep in mind that these people play for keeps. Everything they do is for a reason, the Rothschilds I'm speaking of. And their whole thing is dark arts, manipulation, uh, fear tactics, all that stuff. And then, of course, bribery, that stuff. So when they see somebody and they do business with him like Alan Dershowitz, they may have seen that this guy is really good at what he does and he is very ambitious. That's the starting point with them. Um, you know, if they're powerful already or really good at what they do and, and influence people, then it's a priority target for them. And um, I know he's a smart guy, so I think, you know, he's as an attorney, if he, he's supposed to just have an objective kind of uh, perspective and just take the money and, and provide defense for someone, even if they believe they're, they're guilty, which is a terrible kind of career. It would be hard for me. But um, some people can unplug and maybe... He did just only do that, but you know, I, I it makes me kind of kind of anxious to see what really happened. I mean, what well, happened to all I, of the? Can I just share for the audience a portion of the testimony that was given that just came out yesterday with regard to Alan Dershowitz? And and you can make of this what you will out there, everybody listening. But just for context, one of the uh, portions of the. Um, testimony that was released said that one such powerful individual that Epstein forced then minor Jane Doe 3 to have sexual relations with was former Harvard Law Professor Alan Dershowitz who was a close friend of Epstein and well-known criminal defense lawyer 
Epstein required Jane Doe number three to have sexual relations with Dershowitz on numerous occasions while she was a minor, not only in Florida, but also on private planes in New York, New Mexico, and the U.S. Virgin Islands. In addition to being a participant in the abuse of Jane Doe number three and other minors, Dershowitz was an eyewitness to the sexual abuse of many other minors by Epstein and several of Epstein's co-conspirators. Dershowitz would later play a significant role in negotiating the NPA on Epstein's behalf. Indeed, Dershowitz helped negotiate an agreement that provided immunity from federal prosecution in the Southern District of Florida, not only to Epstein, but also to any potential co-conspirators of Epstein. And uh, thus, Dershowitz helped negotiate an agreement with a provision that provided protection for himself against criminal prosecution in Florida for sexually abusing Jane Doe number three. Because this broad immunity would have been controversial if disclosed, Dershowitz, along with other members of Epstein's, def Epstein's defense team, and the government tried to keep the immunity provision secret from all of Epstein's victims and the general public, even though this, such secrecy violated the Crime Victims' Rights Act. Now, look. Uh, obviously, everybody out there, take that with a grain of salt. You know, this is referring to testimony given in an open court that, you know, w that's what court is for to find out whether or not these things actually happen, right? So we're not going to just assume guilt. But uh, I just want to throw that out there to give context to what the allegation is against Dershowitz, just for, for everybody out there listening to get the full scope or context of it. Um, Nick, we're about to hit a break, Okay. So but before we go, I want to just put a pin in what you were saying, because I know we're talking about the Rothschilds. We're talking about Epstein. We're talking about this control matrix that they've uh, established and how they wage these quiet wars with these silent weapons. When we come back, Nick, I'm going to have you just take the floor, go with it, keep, keep on what, the train of thought that we're on, because this information is vitally important. It's prescient. And it is a necessity, I think, that most people start understanding how this whole operation works so that they can clearly see that, you know, you can paint with a broad brush or you can be specific. We're trying to be specific. Stay tuned. We'll be back. You're listening to Just Informed Talk Radio. This is Steve at Ramsey Auto Group. Hey, this is Mike from Ramsey Auto Group. Just stopping in to say hi, let you know that we're still open, still in business, and still rocking and rolling. You know, if you're looking for a good car experience, come see us. We have old school values. We still operate by handshake. We're not pushy. We want you to be happy, and uh, we have a great selection of trucks. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley. 970-443-5654. 970-443-5654. 9-11, the Podesta emails, Epstein Island, Hunter's Laptop. The 2020 stolen election. What truths are they hiding? Find out this and more on Just Informed Talk Radio, weekdays from 7 to 9 a.m.
Welcome back to Just Inform Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We're joined by our special guest. He's a friend of the show. He comes, he's been coming on every Friday. We're blessed to have him with us. He is the U.S. Air Force veteran military intelligence insider, with, who is also known as the, the Benghazi whistleblower. Our friend Nick No is with us right now. And Nick, um, you know, again, I told everyone this before the break. I'm going to let you take the floor, but, but I want to recap just where we're at. We're talking about silent weapons to win quiet wars. We're talking about a control matrix and, and these tactics that are used to, um, you know, infiltrate and subvert. And uh, this is – we're tying this to, to things like Epstein and uh, other prominent key players because I think what you're wrapping this back to, which I think is very important, is, are, are, are these these major central figures like the Rothschilds who – have played historically a large role, but are not the only. They're not the only game in town. This is this is really just one example. Am I right? That's correct. There are several families that really uh, work in coordination uh, to control the world. And in the past, they were always jockeying for position. And uh, eventually, I think they figured out that if they work together, that they could accomplish much more. So let's take a second here and pick up where we left off, right? We were talking about Alan Dershowitz. I was talking about Alan Dershowitz in the sense that, you know, we've had a lot of these allegations come up in open court now, and it really, in my opinion, it calls into question all of these players that we see, you know, across the media and, and what their true motivations are. But I like what you pointed out. You said, you know, a lot of this, these people who ended up who end up eventually being co-opted are up-and-comers who are, you know, working hard, have a, have a genuine desire or talent to, you know, the, to succeed, and they are spotted and essentially almost um, they're scouted and recruited, right? And then they – that's how you end up on Epstein Island. You don't end up there by accident. You are, you are targeted, scouted, recruited, and you are brought in because you have a certain skill or a certain set of connections or a certain set of whatever it is that they desire, that they need, and that's why you get brought in. That's, that's the, the true thing here. So like you were saying, it's not just about the blackmail. The blackmail may just be a byproduct of what they need from you, right? They, they need X, Y, and Z, so they need you to do it so they can bribe you, they can and if that doesn't work or if they can't get you any other way then they can make you uh, compromise you you know is that right yeah they're malignant psychopaths they're the same way that they would um i've studied this a little bit with uh, psychology so for example a malignant psychopath that then they all are they keep it in the family and keep breeding the same genes right but um they look at people as uh, cattle or Another way to look at it as prey. It's like a predator and prey. For example, like a malignant psychopath, um, you know, is, uh, is a predator on a uh, towards women. They're gonna, uh, whenever they're at a bar or something, and then they're gonna follow them home. They would look at their body language. How's their body language? Are they, uh, you know, they, are they feeling vulnerable and all these things? So they use every aspect, um, whether it's money. Uh, or uh, energy transfers, or when I say that, I mean uh, pulling strings in certain places to change behaviors. These guys are master manipulators. That's their whole game. So let's let's unpack that. Uh, I want you to pick up 
with where we were kind of before I interjected earlier, uh, you were kind of starting to break down this silent weapons for quiet wars uh, concept. And uh, I want you to take the floor and kind of go wherever you want with that because uh, that's why we bring you on. Because We really want to let you kind of take control here and, and drive the show a little bit. And then I'll just kind of uh, interject where I can. Okay, so... Uh, silent weapons for quiet wars. Okay, so essentially it uh, shoots instead of bullet situations and they're propelled by data processing instead of a chemical reaction or explosion. And, and it originates from bits of data instead of grades of gunpowder and from a computer instead of a gun operated by a computer programmer instead of a marksman under the orders of a banking magnate instead of a military general. It makes no obvious noises causes no obvious physical or mental injuries and does not obviously interfere with anyone's daily social life, yet it makes an unmistakable noise, causes unmistakable physical and mental damage and unmistakably interferes with daily social life, unmistakable to a trained observer who knows what to look for. The public cannot comprehend this weapon and therefore cannot believe that they are being attacked and subdued by a weapon. The public may be instinctively feel that something's not right, something's wrong. I'm sure right now everybody listening is seeing the border being invaded. They're seeing all of our rights being taken away. They're seeing the lawfare. Even when they know it's unconstitutional, they're still uh, filing litigation, all of these things. Um, so uh, we may not be able to know the technical nature, um, but they know that something is wrong. So they can't express in a rational way or handle the problem with intelligence because there is no enemy, there is no identified uh, mechanism that's causing the problem. So a lot of people get caught up in this uh, left-right paradigm or, um, you know, they get pitted against people with social wedges, and that's to keep people from uniting because together we are strong. So these people um, try and confuse uh, uh, stun and direct us the way they want, um, which is why uh, you'll see stuff where they put stuff in the news that's supposed to like scare us and, uh, and and change our behavior patterns for purchases and everything. People who feel safe actually do more economic. They economically do more business. Um, and so getting back to being unable to articulate it, so these people don't know how to cry out for help and they don't know what to associate with others to defend against it. Um, so that may be, obviously, the, shoot, the school shooters and stuff like that, active shooters, are oftentimes, um, you know, I believe, uh, MKUltra victims. However, um, if there's any naturally occurring ones, I bet it's because they can't quite put their finger on it um, and they're just tormented because they know something's wrong and then they just lose it. Um, which um, could be what happens, but uh, you know this this stuff has been gamed out from the start, going way way back. So this is like so, high level psychological warfare that we're going up against, and that's why it's like it, it's multifaceted. It's not necessarily just one thing. I, I like what you're saying about you 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 see everything, you know it's wrong, but you can't put your finger on what it is. 
that's like how I feel every day when I do this show, Nick. I'm not going to lie. You get up here and you talk about all these different things. Sometimes I, I feel overwhelmed when I go online and I look at social media and I watch, you know, like you said, you have the lawfare, you have the cheating, you have the the never-ending assault on our border. You have corrupt politicians getting away with crime after crime after crime with no retribution or justice. And it, it starts to and, – and I've talked about this before, like – when you go into the the um, explanations given by people like Yuri Bezmenev, right, who explained the concept of uh, demoralization and how that was a part of, like, communist and Marxist tactics to uh, basically inundate and pacify a population and prepare them to be basically overtaken, that that's a strategy they're, they're executing on us all as we speak right now. And I, and I can attest on a personal level, as I'm sure many of you out there in the audience can as well, and if you want to chime in or you have a question for Nick or me or the show or, or comment, call or text 877-536-1360. But I definitely know exactly what you're describing because it's something that I experience every single day, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners out there right now have experienced the exact same thing in – you know, feeling th that that unease, that that un you know, the unnerving sense of I know this is wrong. I know my country's being invaded. I know there are criminals who are you know enacting this lawfare. I know that the the these aristoc aristocratic, generationally wealthy families from Europe and other places are running the world and manipulating me and the system all around me. But it's like. Like you said, there's no single identifiable enemy. It's it, we feel we're we're pretty much. It's almost like a feeling of paralysis where you're like, I I want to fight this with every fiber of my being. I don't know who to fight. Is that is that kind of what you're saying? Yes, absolutely. And uh, ultimately, it comes down to who controls the money supply and energy. Um, when it, and down to its uh, very essence, and that's that's what they do. But from there, they can put all of these systems of control and manipulation in. Um, so if we were to take those away from them, then their power is, is gone. Um, and, and, you know, uh, President Trump signed that executive order saying that anybody associated with crimes against humanity will have their assets taken. And uh, right now we have Linda Rothschild. I'm sure that she has assets that are tied into her family. And she was encouraging uh, Dershowitz to meet Epstein, and then also she helped create the Clinton Foundation, obviously, because she was a sponsor of Epstein, and that's who they report to. So I think that uh, ultimately someone should really try and make those connections and uh, who do you think, you know, see on, where that leads. On, a, on a note that I think is important because I've wondered this myself, who would you – who's your best estimation as to who Epstein worked for um, – you know, we, we know indirectly, I guess you could say he worked for probably the Rothschild type situation. But do you think it's more likely it was an Israeli intelligence operation or U.S. intelligence operation or a combination of both or neither? Uh, what, what's your take on that? It's a combination of both, and it's through um, the families, you know, as we were talking about in the previous uh, discussions about how the CIA was basically really run by the Bush family uh, by proxy ever since its inception. And that's why Bush uh, Sr. was called 
poppy bush. And it wasn't because he's a poppy fields or anything like that. It's because the people in the CIA referred to it as the family. And it's really because a family controls it. So they're tied in with the bankers. And, you know, Prescott Bush was a banker uh, as well. And he had harbored the Nazi gold, laundered it. Um, and so they're tied in through banking. All this goes back to the money. Um, and, uh, you know, I, uh, and to, I think that the Mossad clearly was involved and not all of the Mossad is, is guilty right now. It's, it's been explained to me by someone who is, you know, uh, in the know of, of what's really going on there. They explained to me that there's two factions going on in Israel right now. There's one that is part of this terrible system and they're, and they're, you know, they're tied to it. They, they, they have to go down with the ship, those people, because of the things they had to do to be in the positions they're in. And then you have the, uh, the uh, good people, or benevolent is best way to put it, in Israel, who are jockeying for control. They're trying to get control of it. Um, I think ultimately, uh, like I was saying, those people, they will do anything to survive. So uh, that's why we're they're trying to destroy us in order to not face justice. Um, but you know, back to the silent, or silent weapons for quiet wars stuff. So when this is applied gradually, as we were talking about, the public adjusts and adapts to its presence, and then it learns to tolerate the encroachments on their lives until the pressure, you know, whether psychological or via economic, becomes too great, and then they crack up. So therefore, the silent weapon is a type of biological warfare. It attacks vitality options and mobility of an individual's in society by knowing, understanding, manipulating, and attacking the sources of nat uh, natural and social energy and their physical, mental, and emotional strengths and weaknesses. Uh, named Fritz Springmeier, he wrote the book called Bloodlines of the Illuminati. And in that book, he explains, and in his, his lectures, that these families, they try and keep the bloodlines within the families. And one of the reasons it's not just because they keep their wealth together. It's because they have a genetic predisposition to multiple personality disorder. And what they do is they uh, take the children at a very young age, abuse them, their own kids, abuse them, and then cause a psychological break and then program them. And that's what they try and do with all the people across the world. Yeah, you can see it happening in real time almost with the way they indoctrinate our kids in the schools. They're trying to get them younger and younger with this insane indoctrination. And we're going to hit it. We're hitting a break. But, man, uh, all right, we're going to pick this back up right when we come back. Nick, stay here with us. Everybody out there listening, stay tuned. We have more rabbit holes to dive into. We're going to keep breaking this down, getting the information out there to the public that it trust me when i say and nick knows this very well uh, more than me probably they don't want you to have access to this information they don't want you to put these things together they don't want you to understand the warfare that's being waged on you right now if you want to get more insight stay tuned you're listening to just informed talk radio we'll be back after a short break
This is Craig James from Just Informed Talk Radio, and I want to take a second to tell you about my friends over at thefreedompeople.org. If you guys haven't tried them, you need to give them a call today. All you have to do is go to thefreedompeople.org and set up your call. And what can they help you do? Well, through legal and lawful processes, they'll help you reduce exposure to the tax man or other bureaucratic bodies. They can help you do things like set up express trusts, which help manage your business assets and affairs effectively and privately, while helping you gain greater control of you and your family's future. It can also help you do things like set up private membership associations, which help you restructure your business in a way that allows you to run it exactly how you want. If you believe your children should be able to receive their inheritance without paying an arm and leg in taxes and that taxes are unjust, the government ceases to represent the interests of its people. I want you to take a second today to go to the, T-H-E, freedompeople.org and schedule your call. Let them know I sent you. But more importantly, help make sure that your future is protected and that your business and your family are protected. Hi folks, Joe Jaquin here from the Half Empty Cup of Joe Show. Are you worried about investing in the stock market, especially with Joe Biden in office? Do you really trust this economy? What if you could invest in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed? A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily, you're paid monthly, and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose. And get this, there's absolutely no loss of principal if you ever need your money back. Go to investyrefi.com. That's invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com, or call 888-Y-REFI-24. You can earn a fixed rate of return that's up to 10.25%. Just call 888-Y-REFI-24 or go to investyrefi.com and tell them Joe sent you. Suck punch somebody on a sidewalk, carjacking old lady at a Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We're joined by our good friend, Nick No, U.S. Air Force veteran, military intelligence insider, who is also known as the Benghazi whistleblower. He's here with us on this Tinfoil Friday. We're breaking down some pretty big, um, I don't know how to describe it. I mean, I guess this is, the, we're, we're breaking down the enemy's game plan, their strategy, their war, their war strategy against us, right, Nick? I think that's the best way to describe it, that we're, we're giving the public information that, you know, th- these are the things they don't want us to put together. When you talk about bloodlines of the Illuminati and you start talking about the, the trauma-based mind control and how the, the ritualistic abuse is not just about their, their satanic occult belief system. It's also about uh, form, forming a, a control matrix within their own bloodlines so that they can, you know, basically create future predators to uh, guard their fortunes and to, to manipulate the masses. It, it's, it's almost, you know, I understand why they, they so easily can, can criticize us and, and make fun of us and chastise us in the media because this is all sounds, if you put it together, it just sounds so far-fetched. But in reality, once you understand that there is true evil out there that, that seeks to destroy and to exploit 
and to manipulate and you you understand how ruthless and sadistic and maniacal these people are like you said i mean these are true psychopaths and once you get that then it it becomes so clear how all of this works but but i don't want to keep interrupting i want you to keep going nick with uh where you were i know we left off at uh the uh how they were you know that's the, the reason why they abuse children in their own families is because it is it creates a split in personality that allows you to have these these true sociopathic psychopaths who are like who can be groomed into world leaders who can present themselves one way outwardly and then behind closed doors can do some of the most heinous and cutthroat ruthless things you ever could imagine is that is that a fair way of putting it Yes, that's that's the way they they do it, and they do it, um, you know, because for example, you could you can program anyone to do a lot of things. For example, the Jason Bourne movies, they they, they wanted the uh, you know, ultimate soldier, um, and then for uh, you know for uh, what what else is there? There the Ubermensch is what Hitler was after. So MK Ultra, I heard this. I don't know if it's true, but the MK stands for Mein Kampf and then Ultra. So they just continue the research that they were already doing. Um, but really what it goes back to is we were talking about the Jesuits, or not the Jesuits, but the uh, Israelis and the Rothschilds. So the, the Jesuits are tied to the Rothschilds through the Illuminati. And the Jesuits actually, um, they reported to for a long time. I think that the power shifted at some point. Um, you know, uh, but with that, the Jesuits actually figured out that about trauma-based mind control because during the Spanish Inquisition and, and stuff like that, they would torture people and they would know that they're innocent and then they would get them to confess to anything. And they're like, wow, this is weird. You know, they're thinking to themselves, and they saw this happen with a lot of people. Then they realized that after that, they could get them to say and do anything after the psychological break. And I believe that that's how they introduced this to, um, uh, you know, to uh, the people in their family and started doing it that way. is so, so that uh, not only can they control their family, but they all work towards a common goal, which they've been programmed to do. I think the scariest thing about all this, Nick, is that it's a, it, it, it does create almost a blueprint for you know, how to make a sociopath, how to make a psychopath, how to make a monster, essentially. And, you know, there are people who have bad intentions who will take this information, use it for nefarious purposes. But I think ultimately, the only way you can defend against this is to understand it first. We have too many, I think, in this society. You know, you talk about earlier we were talking about how silent weapons for quiet wars and, and this idea that you look around and you see all of these things happening around you the corruption the the border invasion the 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 complete brazen criminality in your face uh, it, it's it's almost overwhelming because you think i i know this is wrong i want to stand in opposition to it but i don't know who to fight and the subtle way that they've crafted these criminals and done it in such a way that you know you can't even identify them walking down the street because they may look like you or I outwardly this is beyond anything I mean that you could ever imagine but but we have to arm ourselves with this information so I want you to keep going you know whatever direction you want to take it we can go 
Okay. So um, keep in mind, that's one of the biggest problems is there's a disconnect that people don't understand. Um, you know, you got malignant psychopaths are a real problem, and they're a very small percentage of the population. However, malignant psychopaths are drawn to power. So when they get into powerful places, they want to protect themselves and, uh, and uh, their ill-gotten Ill gains. And uh, so, for the example, the media and other things like that, the pillars of society are oftentimes there's some elements of psychopaths in there because they're drawn to it. And so, there, you know, I don't think it's really a topic that a lot of people discuss. It needs to be discussed in school at a young age about the dangers of those people. I mean, uh, they're more dangerous than anything else you may encounter that you can see in your lifetime is uh, would, the most dangerous for you. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I have to interject because it's like, watch Morning Joe, right? Watch Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski for five minutes. I mean, you can just tell these people are, you know, Mika Brzezinski raised by Zbigniew new Brzezinski. Uh, you know, her background is she's, she, but you can tell this is, these are like really cold, um, ruthless individuals who are willing to lie at any cost. That, like you said, malignant psychopaths are drawn to power. That's where these people come from. Joe Scarborough, you know, uh, we can go through the whole story of his intern just dropping dead in his office in, in DC. And then all of a sudden he becomes this, you know, stalwart, uh, you know, propagandist for the establishment. So uh, I, I just had to point that out because when you talk about the media, those are the people I think of just off the top of my head, but there are many, many more. Anderson Cooper, his connection to the Vanderbilts. You know, it's like these people are in positions of power right now, manipulating society, and everybody just, you know, ignores it almost. To, to add on to that, so Anderson Cooper, he's a Vanderbilt. There are images or paintings that uh, John Podesta even has, I think, in his collection, which you know, he's a, a satanic pedophile. And I'll say that all day on air. If, you know, if he tries to sue me, then you know what I could do? Sue for discovery. What are we going to find, buddy? All right, so naked discovery. Um, so Anderson Cooper, all right, he, there's a picture of him with his, basically with his arms tied up. And in that pool, that's in the old Vanderbilt estate, and if you look at the pictures from uh, online, you can even look them up. The Vanderbilt pool that's in there, it's identical to the pool. And many yeah, of the all other the way pictures, down to uh, the ropes that hang on the side. I mean, it's it's identical. I've seen, I know exactly what you're referring to. Um, we're going to hit a break here in a second, but but you, you got a few seconds. Keep tying it up. Okay, so yeah, and that's a perfect example of um, the trauma-based mind control. He's had that from a young age. Um, and uh, we're going to roll into the solution or what we can do to combat it. The best way to combat it, if there's no known enemy, the best way, we'll, we'll cover that when we come back. There you have it, folks. You know, it, it, this stuff, these topics are not easy for anyone, I don't think especially not God-fearing Christian men and women who, you know, truly do have goodness in our heart and really want to do the right thing. But sometimes you must look into the, the, the darkness and, and pierce it with the light of Christ. And, and this, this, this has to happen, right, Nick? We have to do this. There is no other option. We cannot cower. We cannot run away. We can't bury our heads in the sand. We must stand with uh, with God and understand what Jesus said when he said take courage that's what we're doing stay tuned 
You're listening to Just Inform Talk Radio. We'll be back after the break. Are you looking to sell your excess construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. Hi folks, this is Pastor Bruce Miller with the Foothills Baptist Church family. Join us Sunday afternoons from 3 to 4 for the Foothills Baptist Gospel Hour. That's Sunday afternoons, 3 to 4, here on 1360 AM. Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James, and we are joined by Air Force veteran uh, Nick No. He is our military intelligence insider, the Benghazi whistleblower, giving us a breakdown here on Tinfoil Friday of uh, this silent weapons for quiet wars. And, Nick, you know, I, I, I know you got cut off by the break, so so let's, you know, we can go into solutions or we can keep going down this path of exposing things. You know, you talk about... Uh, everything across the board, we can just keep getting diverted in all these different rabbit holes because it truly is an overwhelming conspiracy at, at, at a point where you look at it in, in, in the scope and scale that this this not only this spiritual warfare is being waged, but this this physical uh, kinetic warfare, uh, psychological warfare, it's all being waged on us as we speak. So. Gosh, I don't even know. I'll let you pick up where, wherever you want because we went kind of off on a little tangent there with the uh, the Anderson Cooper and, and the Vanderbilts and, and the the satanic uh, paintings with John Podesta that seemed to show Anderson Cooper as a child being abused inside of their the pool at the Vanderbilt estate, which would explain a lot of what you were just talking about with the bloodlines of the Illuminati and the trauma-based mind control that they – Use to basically create these split personalities at a young age that then make children into these leaders who can be these uh, psychopaths behind closed doors and then outwardly present themselves as, you know, normal, uh, seemingly well-adjusted members of society. So uh, I'm going to let you go, Nick, because I, I, I don't know which way you want to take it from here, but I'll just let you lead the way here. Well, um, you know, what could counter what could counter the squeeze on us that keeps going is what I was thinking to myself this morning, and I really wanted to bring up the pillars of society. So the reason that they wanted to corrupt our youth and uh, take away God from everything is because people who have their faith and a relationship with God usually have strong family bonds as well, Christians that um, are practicing Christians, and they really mean it, you know. And, and that's why they're trying to remove God. They want us to, in our souls, to be vulnerable, to be exploited. They want us to be weak by removing our conviction and morals. They are, are trying to make us give up. Whatever you do, don't give up. You have to fight. Stand for what you believe in. You have to be the person to do it. A lot of people, are, they're tired. They're looking for a leader. 
everyone that's demoralized right now. They're looking for that person. Donald Trump, President Donald J. Trump is one of those people, but he can't do it alone. He needs our help. Amen. It's a spiritual war of attrition, really. They, they're trying to chip away at us, demoralize us, make us believe that it, it, we are helpless and it's in that the battle is lost. But that's why I try to get the audience out there, as you know, Nick, the, the, the hope that is in the gospel, understanding that the victory is already won, right? We're living in this fallen world. We're battling a great evil that, you know, is going to seem insurmountable at times, but they will always end up falling into their own traps. They will always be victims of their own hubris. And, and, and this is something that we have to trust in. But as you said, we need leaders. We need spiritual leaders. We need actual leaders in this world to step up. And, and I hope that in whatever small part I am here uh, by God's grace, that I can continue to expose these people. But whatever you can do on an individual level, I think what Nick is saying, you have to put your faith in God first, trust in him, let that power of the Holy Spirit work through you to go out in this world and to continue to expose this evil, to never back down from it, because that's what they depend on, really. They, they depend on making you hope, making you feel hopeless, making you feel like there is not, you know, there is not a chance that you can stand up against it when in reality, like Nick was saying earlier, when we are united, we are the strongest. And that's why they want us fighting each other on all these different levels. So we never look at one another and say, you know, God is the, the only answer and we can defeat this evil. So I, I, that's my opinion, Nick. What do you think? You nailed it. Well, you thank you. It. And um, one of my, one of the things I learned when I was in high school, I was in football. Uh, you know, we, we had a very, very good football coach and uh, he, he played for Purdue and uh, they did like a West Coast offense. We completely changed it. We went undefeated the first year. Um, and his whole strategy was to make them quit. I mean, yeah, obviously play your best, score as many points as you can and keep them from scoring, but um, making them quit and scoring quickly, uh, putting the points on the board quickly, and then just giving them really tough defense and scoring again. You, you With each time, each drive, they lose a little bit of wind, and that's the same thing that they're doing. I mean, that's a, you know a friendly competition there, but with this, it's the same exact concept. Um, just don't don't give up if you're listening to this. You and and you may think I'm not a leader. You know what am I going to do? Uh, well, the best leaders in the world are people who are leaders by necessity and not because they want to be. So keep that in mind. Yeah, it's it's really one of those uh, odd concepts, but it works usually where. You know, those who end up leading the best are those who uh, are, are brought into that position because of, like you said, necessity, because they don't seek power. They just they know what is right and wrong and understand that somebody's got to do something. And that's where I think they're pushing us, Nick. I really do believe that they've got us to a point now myself. I feel this on a regular basis now where, you know, I look around and, and like I said, you know, I see all this evil around me and I think this is why I can't stop you know it's it'd be easy for me to just you know hang it up go get a nine to five and say you know what uh they got me 
they, they defeated me. You, you know my story, man. You know what I've been through with censorship and deplatforming and internet blacklists and big tech censorship and all this crap. And it would be so easy for me to just give up. But I've made it my life's mission to bring the gospel into the world. And a part of that gospel that I believe in is rebuking evil in all of its forms. And that's why I'm, I'm out here sounding the alarm with you, brother, telling people, hey, there is a ruthless monolithic conspiracy, right, as JFK would put it, that is seeking to destroy that which is good. And we who believe in Jesus Christ, who have that faith and, and belief and understanding that, you know, God does eventually win in the end no matter what, we have to continue to wage that battle. Part of the Great Commission is not just, you know, sp sharing the gospel. It's, it's living by example to, to show others the path toward uh, hope and redemption through Christ and what he does in our lives. So I, I know we're hitting a break here in a second, Nick, but uh, when we come back, guys, we have much more to get into. I know, Nick, you want to go in a few different directions. I'm going to let you keep driving the show because I really do enjoy having you on, and I know you, you really come well prepared with different topics and information to go through so uh if if there's anything you guys want to hear let us know we have a texter who just texted in i want to share this with you nick they say uh please share with nick that we are seeing u.s county it administrations or administrators being encouraged to contact with or contract with uk-based dark trace for cybersecurity. you might want to share this information Oh, <laughs> they said share it with them offline. But, Nick, uh, if you know anything about Dark Trace uh, or you want to do some research on that, maybe we can come back next week and, and do something on that with the cyber threat that's going on at a county level. Uh, this is our good friend so, who's been mentioning this for a while. But, hey, we're, we're, oh, I've got something to say whenever you come back. Okay, we'll be back. There you go. See? Nick knows. We'll, Nick knows. Nick knows. Stay tuned. We'll be back after the break. Hi, everybody. Glenn Tate, co-host of Crepping 2.0. Shelby Gallagher here. Join us Saturdays at 9 a.m. Right here on 1360 KHNC. Where we bring you great ideas to take your preps to the next level. You are listening to KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. This Christmas, experience the magic of Rocky Mountain Freeze-Dry. Our artisan freeze-dried ice cream crafted by our local Colorado company brings a unique twist. Ice cream that doesn't melt. From classic vanilla to exciting cookie dough, our crunchy treats melt into velvety smooth joy. And for a nostalgic twist, try our puffed-up candies, perfect for gifts and stocking stuffers. Visit RockyMountainFreezeDry.com and unwrap the extraordinary. Ho, ho, ho! Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James, and we're joined by Nick No, U.S. Air Force veteran, military intelligence insider, Benghazi whistleblower. Nick, before the break, I know you had something you want to say to our good friend. I believe this is our friend, uh, Kathy from Minnesota, who uh, has been texting this in, and, and I'd love to hear your take on it. You know, she's been continuously 
giving me information about this dark UK-based Dark Trace, uh, which is a company, I guess, that's being used for cybersecurity by U.S. counties in, for the upcoming administration. The IT admin, uh, administrators are using this UK-based uh, cybersecurity firm called Darktrace. Do you have any uh, thoughts or anything you want to uh, contribute on that, given that we have a short segment here before we get in the second sure. hour? So you're telling me that they're going to use a foreign country for cybersecurity, and let me guess it's going to be for the elections too. Okay, so when it comes to the FISA courts and, and uh, the Five Eyes, look, the Five Eyes, they try to throw overthrow the American government, the United States government. They are not our friends. They are not our friends, period. Okay, so GCHQ, along with other uh, spy agencies uh, within the Five Eyes, they all worked to try and overthrow the United States government. Okay, so they are not our friends. They should not be putting software that's controlled by them. And, and one of the reasons they'd want to do that is because they, um, what, this is how they do domestic spying and they get around it with a loophole. They'll have the UK spy on their counties and then collect all the data, send it to them, and then they don't have to get a warrant or have a reason to be exploiting and going through your systems. What they're going to do is steal the data, access whatever they want, change anything they want, see whatever data they want, and they're going to relay that back over to the controllers. And who knows, you know, um, we should talk about um, the Safari Club, which is a breakaway CIA uh, organization that was created when Carter was in office. Um, so those, those are some of the main people that control a lot of these uh, covert programs, and uh, they're completely rogue. It's called the Safari Club and your listeners should look them up. But look, the UK tried to overthrow the United States government. They, they tried to frame Donald J. Trump, the president of the United States. So uh, that is a threat to national security by having any software, any network switches from any country. You know, so for example, um, you know, when we're getting all these imported electronics, these electronics can have uh, certain relays and things like that you, that you would be, un, would be undetectable or backdoors to most people, uh, but of course they know the exploits and they're making the products. Um, so when you have these software companies come in, they'll be like, oh no, we got hacked, sorry, and then all the data stolen or whatever happens. So they're like, oh, we have no responsibility. You know, that's the best way to do it. So what I would do is I, if I was that person, I would talk to, you can make a report, you can go to Google search um, the Army CID, Army Counterintelligence Division. I would contact them, you can report anonymously or um, with your name and tell them the full details of what's going on, lay out exactly uh, what happened. You can cite GCHQ trying to overthrow the United States government, whatever. Make sure you put it all in there though, because then they'll have a... Uh, a predicate they have something that they can use to go forward with it well there you go uh so our friend also texted and saying dark trace is made up according to them of uh all retired five-eyed spies election property tax public health law enforcement etc is the kind of information i guess that they're they're trafficking in so it, it, for all of you out there who just heard that you know uh 
say that again. It was Army CID, the counterintelligence division. We, we want to be reporting these things to them. Yep, you can get it. You can get the app on your phone even. So if you see any wonky stuff going on during an election, you can make a report, take photos, videos, write when stuff's happening, and send it directly to them. And they'll have all the evidence, and they can act on it. See, folks, what we're doing is we're waging a battle. There's a battle happening beneath the surface, Nick. I know you know that. I know that. But a lot of people don't see it. A lot of people, and, 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 and that's intentionally so. You're not meant to see it, but there's a war happening, and there are still good guys, right? We're not alone, right, Nick? Absolutely. And these criminals don't know it. Well, they probably do. Uh, but everything they do, everything they say is recorded, and it's going to be used against them, and it's coming. This is Rick Rodriguez, host of The Present Truth, Monday through Friday, 2 to 3. Topics, American World Hegemony, the New World Order, Secret Societies, One World Religion, Weather Warfare, International Wars, Transhumanism. Join me, 1360 KHNC. J-Day's Appliance is an independent local appliance dealer focused on Main Street, not Wall Street. We offer top brands at great prices, service and parts to help you keep your current appliances running. So think outside of the big box and think independent and save at J-Day's Appliance. Located at 132 E7th Street in Loveland, Colorado. Or give us a call at 970-669-1357. You can also visit our website at jdaysappliance.com. That's the letter J, daysappliance.com. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. I'm Neil Cavuto, and this is the Fox Business Report. More resilience in the job market. The Labor Department says there were 216,000 new jobs created last month, more than expected. The unemployment rate held steady at 3.7%. The forecast was for 170,000 new jobs, with the unemployment rate slightly higher to 3.8%. December turned out to be an even better month for job creation than November, when the UAW and Hollywood strikes were settled. Palantir Technology shares are losing ground after analysts at Jefferies said artificial intelligence hype around the data analytics company was overdone. And ExxonMobil says it will have expenses of as much as $2.6 billion involving operations in California to satisfy regulations there. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Kosolda, invested in you. Markets are trembling. Don't be a casualty of economic upheaval. Do what I did and embrace the safety of gold. Talk to the experts at Noble Gold Investments today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. With gold at an all-time high, you need to jump on this. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Hello, friend. I'm Jeremy Sladen, the head coach and founder of the Warrior Mind, Body, and Soul Experience, or Warrior MBS for short. There's a good chance that you're looking to level up with some needed improvements in your physical, mental, or spiritual life, or maybe you need a complete reset in all three. Either way, there has never been a better time for you to make this move, and here's why. Because the world needs you badly right now. 
Our culture is in full-scale attack mode on what it even means to be a man. Testosterone levels have dropped by 50% since the 1940s, and true masculinity is retreating into these pathetic spaces. Now, all this gender bending has men questioning who they are and how to fulfill their sacred roles in life as fathers, husbands, and community leaders. Warrior MBS is all about unlocking and unleashing these kinds of men. Go to warriormbs.com to check out the program and set up a live chat with Jeremy today. Again, that's warriormbs.com. Hi, folks. Joe Jaquin here from the Half Empty Cup of Joe Show. Are you worried about investing in the stock market, especially with Joe Biden in office? Do you really trust this economy? What if you can invest in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed? A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily. You're paid monthly, and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off compound. Pound it, whatever you choose, and get this. There's absolutely no loss of principal if you ever need your money back. Go to investyrefi.com. That's invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com, or call 888-YREFI-24. You can earn a fixed rate of return that's up to 10.25%. Just call 888-YREFI-24 or go to investyrefi.com and tell them Joe sent you. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Welcome back to Just Informed Talk Radio. This is hour two of the Just Informed Talk Radio show. And you guys know it's Friday, so it's Tinfoil Friday. We're joined by our friend, uh, friend of the show, a personal friend of mine, special guest, Nick No, U.S. Air Force veteran, military intelligence uh, background. He is uh, the Benghazi whistleblower, commonly uh, he's known as. But he's been breaking down some big things for us today. We've been talking about quiet weapons or silent weapons for quiet wars and the the art of manipulation that's being used against us the psychological warfare the actual warfare all of it so and the spiritual warfare as well but before we went to the break uh previously nick i know uh, i just want to put this out there you know um we were talking about how people can report crimes and, and especially with uh, what's coming up in the election uh, when you talk about having Dark Trace, this foreign uh, IT security, cybersecurity firm, you know, running operations here in the United States, you were talking about how it's it's really any outside foreign country operating cybersecurity in the United States becomes an actual threat, and then that there are ways of infiltration and and, and manipulation and uh, that that are going to end up happening. So if you see something, you know, report it. The, the website is cid.army.mil. Am I correct in that? that that's the one, the Department of the uh, Army? It, 
Hey, let me find it really quick. And see, Army Counterintelligence Division, Army CID app. Let's see what it's called. Um, Is it the okay, Counterintelligence so the or the Criminal Investigation Division? One of the two. Oh, forgive me. Yeah, yeah, forgive me. Yeah, Criminal Investigation Division, my bad. Yeah. You're right. So it's CID.army.mil. Um, so go there, report uh, it, you know, report these crimes. Because, like we talked about, there are good guys out there still who are, are working tirelessly to do the right thing, protect this country, right, Nick? That's right, and the military is the least tainted out of all of them, uh, of all the things that could, that could uh, you know, protect the American people. So the Army Criminal Investigation Division is perfect. Whenever you do that app, you uh, make sure you submit it with evidence. I wouldn't just whimsically just write stuff, oh, I suspect this, but have no you know, reason for it. Um, but if we were to use this app and everybody got it, uh, whenever you see, like in Detroit, when they were putting paper up posters to block people from watching the vote counting and stuff like that, film that, send it right to them. They can investigate, um, send it to them. And then it would be distributed to, this is something to know, it would be distributed also to the other agencies. And, um, and the people who control that data uh, is actually Chiliad, and uh, Chiliad is owned by, uh, or a co what, oh, one of the co-founders was that Christine all, Maxwell. Yeah, Ghislaine Maxwell's sister is the one who created uh, and owns, runs Chiliad, right, which is the the data um, uh, aggregation systems for the like the FBI and the OJ, is that correct? That's correct, and oh. I'll explain it. It's got, okay, uh, let's see here. It's got an extensive evaluation of available technologies. The FBI turned to Chiliad to create its investigative data warehouse. Not only did Chiliad succeed where other vendors failed, but the FBI engagement has proven to be one of the shining successes in the war on terror. You know, uh, Chiliad software helped the FBI earn the only A score in the National Counterterrorism Report Card issued by the bipartisan members of the 9-11 Commission, of course, uh, in tracking money laundering. Where uh, you know, it makes me wonder, okay, no wonder the gold that was under the World Trade Center went missing and nobody really pursued it. Further. Well, actually, you know what? Uh, this, the, this, this actually leads into a pretty good uh, – can I play this clip, uh, Glenn Beck, talking about how the FBI director is in possession of something? Uh, I want to play this clip for you and get your take on it. Is that okay? Sure. All right, let's 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 go ahead and listen to this. Pay attention to um, when anybody is talking about this today, you should say, you know, the FBI director has the black book, has all of the evidence, most likely has all of the tapes because they they took everything out of Jeffrey Epstein's house. And it is now under the purview of the FBI, the director of the FBI. Do you think that's too much power for one man to have? To have all of that information, do you think it was most likely done as an intel operation? Most likely, Jeffrey Epstein was an intelligence officer. Don't know for what country? Probably ours. Uh, that's why no hands-on. Nobody's going to say anything about him. He could get away almost with murder. So he was blackmailing people or using that for other countries or our country to blackmail people, 
should one man in a gov- in a in our government have access to that? So, Nick, I, I play that clip because it, it brings up a few interesting points. First off, when you talk about Chiliad, right, and you talk about Christine Maxwell, who is the sister of Ghislaine Maxwell, who is the right-hand man of Jeffrey Epstein, it really does start to make it look like Epstein was primarily not only – I mean, maybe he was working in some offshoot way for the, the uh, Mossad, but – and maybe the Mossad and the CIA are so intertwined at this point that it could be considered a singular entity, kind of like the Five Eyes is considered an intelligence alliance. But that, you know, you, you look at how these relationships are all interconnected and you start to ask, what now, now you have the FBI having their systems ran by Chiliad, which is ran by the sister of Ghislaine Maxwell and... The FBI is now sitting on all the the blackmail compromat, you know, compromising material that they took from Jeffrey Epstein, and they have been for years. So, what do you make of all that? Basically, is my question. In the past, we talked about how uh, the CIA was really run by Bush, and then uh, Bush, uh, you know, Prescott Bush, then Bush Senior, then. Uh, and so on, but and then and then Robert Mueller was the product of uh, his father being a, a Dupont executive, and he was also very good friends with the people who planned the Bay of Pigs invasion. That were uh, defunct CIA people. They even went to the same country club. So that's why Robert Mueller was put into block. And then so he, of course, had all the goods. I'm sure when he was the FBI director, and he had a very long tenure. If you remember, they even extended it. Um, then, uh, you know, when they hand that hand off the reins, they probably have all this stuff tucked away somewhere and they use it like we were talking about as a power, uh, mechanism. And I'm guessing that, uh, uh, that you're describing, uh, that's exactly what's happened. Yeah. So essentially there is no difference between the CIA and the FBI. They're all ran by the same club. Uh, like today, Chris Ray, uh, Chris Ray served as an assistant attorney general, in the criminal division under George W. Bush. And Chris Ray also happened to go to, you guessed it, Yale. And, and you know, is he a skull and bone? Are they all in the same secret society, Snick? Is that, is that really what we're up against, it seems? I mean, that, that's what it feels like, right? Are you there, Nick? Yes, yes. Uh, you have Averill. Sorry about that. You have Averill Airman. Uh, being one of the first CIA recruiters, out, uh, and then he recruited Bush, of course, because his father's business partner uh, uh, was father. His father was his business partner, and then ever since then, Skull and Bones, obviously, they're the controllers of the CIA. They always hire from there and put them in high positions. So they're, and then if they hire and recruit anybody else from Yale, they're going to be their underlings, of course. <sighs> All right, so the tangled webs we weave, we have to come and unpack this further on the other side of the break, and we're going to get into some other stuff, too. Everybody stay tuned. You're listening to Just Informed Talk Radio. We'll be back after the break. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. 
1360 continues to grow, we want to know what our listeners think. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Give us your feedback. Go to 1360KHNC.com and hit the contact button and give us your thoughts. Welcome back to Just Forum Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We're joined by Nick No, U.S. Air Force veteran, military intelligence insider, Benghazi whistleblower for the Tinfoil Friday edition of Just Forum Talk Radio. We're breaking it all down. So before the break, Nick, we were talking about, you know, the importance of previous shows we've done where we've drawn these connections between the Bush family and the secret societies, the infiltration of uh, organizations like the CIA and the uh, FBI and how they are ran by what George Carlin, I guess, accurately described a, a club that none of us are in or a part of and how these, these secret societies have gotten to a point that they have so much power and influence that they can literally place their members in these high-ranking positions. And, you know, a lot of people would say, well, Donald Trump was the one who put Chris Ray in as director of the FBI. And I guess the only argument I can make for that is, you know, keep your enemies or keep your friends close and keep your enemies closer, right? Uh, you want to keep these people within arm's distance uh, because there was a bigger plan. I think there still is a bigger plan. But... Um, Again, I don't know. Maybe that's just my take on it. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, absolutely. One of the reasons I recommended the Criminal Investigation Division with the Army is because they will have the records. If they try and erase them, it will be known. All right, so if they uh, any goofing around or illegal stuff they're doing, it doesn't matter. The NSA has all the records. They can't erase them, so send them through there. Um, you know, uh, and then that'll just provide them the opportunity to do something stupid and try and remove data or hide it or whatever it is, and then that'll that'll get them all caught up in it. So just continue to do it, um, and that's kind of what President Trump did with a few people. He put them in positions of power, and of course, uh, everything they do is being monitored, all their communications, where they're at, everything like that. So it's very easy to see who they're associating with and, and so on. Um, but some of them have tradecraft, so it's harder. Uh, but uh, yeah, so he's basically putting these people front and center and allowing uh, his enemy and our enemy to, to destroy themselves because he knows what they're going to do. And, uh, you know, and they're very predictable and they do this, you know, they think that no one's going to stop them. And then they just start doing whatever they want. And that's why you see the, the power grabs lately. They think nobody's there to stop them, but these dummies don't know. That is a giant sting operation. The very first time President Trump got into office, when he got into office, he won the election fair and square. They were going to cheat. Their ability to cheat was turned off. I know this for a fact. And so whenever their ability to cheat was turned off, 
then that's why they freaked out and like, oh my God, oh, I mean, forgive my language, but oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? And they freaked out and they did everything they could to, to harm him and get him out of office because if they knew, if they knew that they were going to cheat in that election and stop them, that means they know they committed treason. Oh my gosh. And then that's why they've panicked and still to this day, they continue down that path uh, of just the cover up after cover up. And that's what gets you um, with these guys. All right, so, you know, Nick, I, I, I appreciate all the information, so we're really getting into the weeds on some of this stuff, but I know you had a few things you want to talk about. Otherwise, it, do you want to uh, keep going down this thread? I mean, we talk about it, but it, it is important. You know, we talk about Christopher Wray, have, director of the FBI, having all of this blackmail, compromat. But, I mean, beyond that, there are other things that we could talk about. Anything else you want to get into here today? Uh, we, we got a couple more segments, so I want to really hit on all the topics you want to get into as well. Sure. I'm going to talk about AI, and I'll roll into that in just a second. Um, one last thing I want to say is that, okay, so he got into office, President Trump, and then the uh, t- uh, it was a 2018 election happened, the mid- midterms, what they call whatever. So from that moment forward, <clears throat> they were tracking and keeping records of all these people cheating who was involved when it happened. And the reason that they let it go on like they did and do it again was because when you go to court, you can't, if you have one instance of it happen, someone might get their hand slapped or they might be like, oh, I didn't understand. I was confused. I was coerced. No, 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 no. We have it three times you did it. It's the end for you. There's no getting around it. This is treason. You can't say, oh, no, it's this. No, it's that. It is treason. And, so, I, and I also I feel like the reason the operations are happening the way they are, uh, because here's the thing. I think it's it's a naive take for people to say, oh, nothing's happening. Nobody sees this. I mean, if, if you and I, right, Nick, can see this as clearly as we do, it is rather foolish to believe that, like you said, you know, the, the Department of the Army and, and the criminal division there and, and all these other you know, high-level organizations, they, they don't see this all very clearly. I mean, it's if we identify this as easily as we do, they obviously see it as well. But the problem, I think, is the same thing. It, it's the, the problem I think they encounter, like everyone uh, has realized, if you've been paying attention uh, long enough, is that, like, what do you do? You roll all these people up, and the media is so... They, they, they've used this these silent weapons for these quiet wars for so long to manipulate and indoctrinate the masses that they've leveraged social anarchy and chaos as a as a, a protection, right? Like they will blow up this entire country to defend themselves. They will destroy this thing before they will allow themselves to be apprehended or held accountable. And our enemies would obviously take advantage of that as well. So. Yeah, you could go roll up all the former presidents and all these corrupt actors and and do it all in one swoop. Well, that would lead to complete and utter chaos. It would be a national security crisis beyond anything we've ever seen. Our enemies would take advantage of it immediately. They They would have all of their sleeper cells activated, spreading chaos throughout the country. I mean, you're talking about a scenario which I think people, you know, a lot of people get frustrated, myself included, say just, just roll them up, just, just do it, just, just do it, hit them now, and then, and then I sit back and I think, man, if that were to happen, could you imagine the chaos, the anarchy, the, the, 
the war that would actually come from that, not just civil war. We would have war from within and outside of our, 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 you know, coming at us. So I understand why these operations are are moving at the pace they are and in the, the form and fashion they are and why people are being given rope to basically hang themselves with because it, but that does show you like, okay, so that's why, you know, we keep getting this slow leak of information about Hunter Biden and his criminal father and all their dealings with China. It's like, well, yeah, we can't, you know, <laughs> do you get what I'm saying here? Like, this is, I think, the, the frustrating part for, for people like myself. You know, you want to just see justice served immediately, but you also understand these people have had decades to entrench themselves and to basically set up these fail safes so that if they do get rolled up or arrested or or you know exposed you know too quickly or too suddenly that they can just pull the rug out from everyone because i believe they these people are psychologically demonic enough that they would destroy this country before they would let themselves be caught absolutely they're malignant psychopaths they have no empathy Hold on, you cut out there. So, Say it again. Uh, I said absolutely. They are malignant psychopaths, and they have no empathy. Um, so, which is why I want to roll into the artificial intelligence and how it can empower people, and uh, why they're trying to stop it from being accessible to everybody. Which, by the way, you can with a Raspberry Pi or even just a few of them you link together, you can make yourself an artificial intelligence that's that's usable. So that's something they fear. One of the main reasons is because, as you, you might have uh, probably figured, that they are censoring everybody. But pretty soon, they're going to try and get control of all information and limit access to it. And the reason is because when you have artificial intelligence, and anybody can build it. I mean, heck, you and I could build one, Craig, for you know, uh, twenty grand. We can make a really good uh, artificial intelligence. And we could use it to analyze what politicians say um, so that we know in real time, um, you know, with the, the transcripts of whatever they said their whole, whole career, that they're lying, that they're going back on what they said. And, uh, and then you can confront them in that moment or moments, you know, the next day or whatever and say, hey, who got you? What happened? Uh, what's a lobbyist? You know, X, Y, Z. Uh, and also all the information that's out there. As you know, on the boards for, um, you know, uh, uh, gosh, what is that? Eight Coon and, and other places, there are people who uh, who analyze data and can put together all these connections and really make sense of everything because it's a big tangled web. Imagine having AI, your own personal one, to untangle all of that. Um, you know, Mike Adams is making one right now that's going to be completely truthful. There's not going to be any slant conservative or uh, liberal or anything, it's just going to be the truth, exact, true information. It's going to be analyzed, and uh, they'll be able to draw conclusions from it. And that's why they're so scared, is because anybody can do it. And, and for example, the gatekeepers in academia, these are the real troublemakers because the CIA infiltrated them a long time ago. Um, and, and so people in academia, they get tenure, so they can't, they don't leave, and you know they're protected, and they can say and do whatever they want. Uh, and be controlled by people, and they can control the parts and minds of our entire generation. So um, the people that got tenure, they're no longer relevant. The people who are experts, let's say, in oncology, you're nothing. Because, look, 
yeah, you might know more than anybody else about it, but guess what? I can have all the data that you've ever published that anyone's ever published, put it in a big database, and then have AI analyze it, and I'm going to find six or seven solutions, and I'm an amateur. I know nothing about about. Uh, I could find cures. And by the way, ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine are cancer cures. They inhibit the growth of malignant tumors, and they encourage apoptosis, which is cell death, which in cancer cells don't really do that. Uh, the preface, and, and so, preface, not a doctor, not medical advice. Neither of us are doctors. We don't give medical advice on air. That's right. Oh, yes. Yes. We're not doctors, but look that up yourself. You can Google search it. You know, even on Google, the censorship screening, you'll still, in the curated uh, information, you can still see that there are studies showing that this, uh, what I'm saying is is a fact, but obviously you got to look for yourself and decide for yourself, consult a doctor, um, that sort of thing. But uh, so AI has a lot of great things they can do. Now, um, you know, people get scared. Because AI, if you use it in, in a military application, uh, you know you got to ask the question: Should it ever be used to train or be used in in war? And if so, should it be autonomous? And is that a slippery slope? Um, you know, if you look at it, uh, well, it I mean, bad. if we go by Hollywood's rendition of it, you know, Terminator and Skynet, it could all go hairy pretty quick, but. It does. I, I, listen, I believe the applications militarily and otherwise, they're all. I mean, you got to. I think you probably understand as well as I do that what we see with ChatGPT and all these advanced language learning models that are, uh, you know, operating today publicly, not only has the government had all that stuff clandestinely for years, but the stuff they now have clandestinely is light years beyond what we see, right? Absolutely, yeah. Um, you know, that's why some of their AI models and uh, uh, programs that they have, they're, they're almost like they could predict the future with a, with a certain degree of certainty pretty well it, just by even, uh, like Cliff High, there's a guy named Cliff High, if you look him up, uh, listeners, he basically made the first uh, version of this, but it's kind of primitive, but what it would do is scrape all the data and the language from the Internet and uh, and see what people are talking about and uh, their thoughts, and then basically really get a consensus of what's coming because uh, people's speech patterns are, are directing or are showing what's going to be happening next. So it's way beyond what Cliff has. Um, you know, but the real problem in the military, I think, that needs to be considered, and this is just a military application, not in the hands of you know average Joes like us. It would empower us. But one thing to consider is that a handful of infiltrators, if you got the full government automated through AI or the military in some aspects for command and control, it would only take a handful of infiltrators to gain seize control of all of the artificial intelligence uh, killer drones or whatever it is. So that's something to be considered uh, on their end. They, they probably could put fail-safe in. But... I think uh, that's why hand, everything they're they're still like air gapping everything because I think they're truly scared of that like outcome where you have artificial intelligence being wielded by a small small group that could do untold damage, right? Oh, for sure. 
absolutely. But at the same time, like if, if you and I are using it, it's really not a big deal. It's actually going to empower us, you know, make us better farmers, whatever it is, get higher yield, um, see the lies easier, find out true history, those sorts of things. Yeah, I mean, I hate to quote Joe Biden, but we don't have F-16s and nuclear weapons, Nick. But anyway, listen. There's a lot more we're going to cover on this. I do want to interject a few things as well on this subject. So uh, everybody stay tuned. We're talking about artificial intelligence. Uh, some interesting uh, thoughts on that. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. We'll be back after the break. Get ready to embark on an extraordinary journey with Kelvin Crosby, better known as the Deaf Blind Potter, and his over 15 million followers right here on KHNC every Monday at 5 o'clock p.m. Kelvin will motivate you and show you how to live beyond life's challenges right here on AM 1360. Hi, this is Craig James from Just Informed Talk Radio, and I'm here to tell you about my kind CBD products. I have been using these products myself, and I can tell you this is the highest quality CBD product I've ever used in my life. My kind CBD products are 100% THC free, locally sourced from Colorado hemp farmers, and they're organic. And if you want, you can give them a shot today by going to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. And when you do, make sure you try out everything from the sunscreen, to the lotion, to the salve, to the retinol cream, to the tinctures, to the cocoa, to the coffee, to the tea, everything in between. And make sure you try out the pet products as well. They have pet shampoo and pet tincture. You're not going to be disappointed. These products are white labeled and sold in high-end stores and boutique salons for two, three, and four times the price you're going to be paying at 1360KHNC.com shop straight from the manufacturer. So go there and buy your products today. And I know you're going to become a repeat customer just like me. Yes, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Let us help. Listen to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Saturdays at 11, right here on AM 1360. Back Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James, joined by Nick No, uh, guest of the show here today on Tinfoil Friday, U.S. Air Force veteran. He's got a military intelligence background, Benghazi whistleblower. He's breaking down some stuff here with us. We're talking about AI, and I know, um, you know, me and you, Nick, have been talking a little bit about AI in the conversation we were having kind of leading up to today. And, um, you know, you brought up some great points with regard to how we like people like you and me average citizens can benefit greatly from this immense power that ai will give us but it will hurt people who uh, a lot of people will end up becoming uh, almost obsolete through this this advanced technology especially when it comes to aggregating information and putting it into these lar- these large language uh, learning model Systems like ChatGPT, but it can be broken down into smaller systems that can be uh, basically used by anyone. That you know, I, I think that there's a sort of there's the the duality, right? There's a double edge of the sword of how the obsolescence of you know making people obsolete in certain careers and everything else, 
there will still be people, but we'll have to learn to adapt, right, to use this because I don't know, I don't care what you say, Nick, and, and I mean this just in general. Even if you take all of the, the oncological data in the world and put it into one of these large language learning models and you make a bot that can be the most accurate and predictive um, oncologist ever, right, with all the knowledge in the world can, can basically almost cure cancer if not cure it, people are still going to want to act or interact with a human being. And I don't, I, I'm not, I, I, that's just my opinion. What, what do you think? Absolutely. And um, a good example would be like we were just talking about in academia, these people that are considered experts, they're gatekeepers right now. They keep, uh, let's say someone does a study and they try and publish and it's bombshell information. It is a game changer, paradigm shift. They can keep that from getting printed or, and then uh, published or even being sent uh, or uh you know, when they go send it to other places, they could call ahead and tell them, you know, watch out for this person or a whack job or whatever. And that's what they've been doing. They've been blocking technology from, from coming out for a long time. Um, and uh, another way, like you were saying, they want, they might want a person. And that's what I would want too, because um, the data is interesting. Uh, maybe you can make a, a, a unique uh, novel chemical or whatever it is, but I want to interact with someone because, you know, uh, AI is a computer uh, and program, and you can train it to do anything, and it could do harm even too if it bad people got in control that you just trusted it implicitly. Um, uh, which is why I'm, you know, I'm going to roll into the next thing. So when you were just talking about the experts would become obsolete, yes, that's something they're scared of too, because right now everybody just follows the stars; they do whatever the stars say or whatever the authority figures say. Uh, you know, oh, they're in positions of authority. I should trust them. That's obviously the wrong answer at this point. But now, when people begin to use this technology, they will become obsolete. The uh, those just professors that are the blockers will be removed. They're no longer relevant because you know, like I was saying, I could be a complete amateur, but if I did it right, I could build one of these, and um, you know, whether whether it's uh, models for uh, physics or something like that and have breakthrough after breakthrough just by uh, building upon each one on my own. And then, you know, I wouldn't have people blocking and keeping the research from going to the next step because usually it goes in phases. Um, and, um, you know, there are blockers. Uh, you know, who, in that and, you know and who's talked a lot about this, and, and, I, and I'm only referencing him because he's uh, made a lot of, uh, you know, information about this out put out there right you put a lot of it's Yuval Noah Harari right and I'm and I'm not saying that he's correct but I do see that there is there's a split there will be a split right because there will be those of us like you and I right who see that the, the opportunity your the, the the future you're painting is where we want to head right we'll take this this these large language learning models we'll, we'll break them down into beneficial tools we'll use them to you know basically to uh, make obsolete these gatekeepers and these celebrities and and all of that stuff right but on the other end you know that they're going to make artificial intelligence generated celebrities uh you know personalized artif they're already doing this to a degree but it's going to get worse where you know you're going to have these humanoid robots that are going to you know be fulfilling the desires of the incels which also act as you know and this was an interview i saw the other day 
uh, where uh, I think you saw it as well with uh, Zach Voorhees, where he was like, they're going to make these humanoid robots, right, that are going to have AI, that are going to become girlfriends to incels and, and these, these disaffected young men and women. And then it's going gonna, it's gonna to be so dangerous because not only is it going to say everything that these young men want to hear and give them all the, the love and attention that you could ever imagine and make their – and basically it's, it's making the human race obsolete, right, because they won't pro- procreate and they won't do all these things. But then you also have this, this, this secret assassin spy who, you know, with the drop of a dime on the algorithm or an input from an outside force – will poison you in your sleep, right? You know what I mean? Like, and, and it will, it, it could be so dangerous and dark that the direction that this could turn. You know what I mean? Am I, am I wrong on that? No, no you're absolutely right, um, which is why where I was rolling with the, uh, the military aspect, if they, they made it so there was not air gaps, then a handful of people could take over uh, everything if, if they got a hold of that. Or like you said, infiltrate and then put some that Stuxnet stuff in there, and, and uh, you know, with those the Iranian um, enrichment, uranium enrichment, uh, you know, basically washing machines that spin or whatever, or dryers, or you want to call them, they just spin super fast. The centrifuge. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the Israelis. They, they uh, the Israelis the made a program called Stuxnet that was. Uh, planted inside of uh, Iranian centrifuges where they were uh, making nuclear material, supposedly, and it basically wiped out their entire systems overnight and set them back, according right. to reports, like 10 years. Yes, exactly. That, um, yeah, just just like you said, that's a perfect example of, of how it could work out. Um, you know, and I, I wanted, I've been talking to a, a lot of defense contractors over the last few years, and they've been bringing some information to my attention and I want if there are any military officers listening I want you to understand that there is a group of people a couple of people groups that are trying to inhibit the security of the United States um, their defense contractors and uh, and other uh, Intel type uh, apparatuses that you need to look out for um, and I wanted to bring up uh, how that, that whole situation I just described in the military where it's top-down architecture, the, the way it's designed right now is for people who are out in the field. If you're in the Army, you're out overseas, you're in a battle, and uh, you, know, you have eyes overhead, and, and uh, you guys got to make decisions pretty quickly. You can see someone's flanking you, whatever the situation is. The way it's set up right now is centralized control at the top, and they don't they don't really act very quickly to threats or react very quickly to threats. It has to go up a chain, sit for a day or two, then it goes up and then up, and then they make a decision. Um, and and uh, I see that the, the Pentagon is shifting away from that, and they're doing decentralized controls. We're talking about with air gaps and, and that sort of model. Um, but uh, there are people that tried to get it arranged that way in the first place. It was almost turnkey for, for China. You need to understand um, – you know, as, as a patriot and as a soldier to watch out for these things. And if you see it happening uh, and you, you can uh, uh, document or say, some, say something to somebody, if you see some sort of behaviors that would inhibit the ability of the United States to protect themselves, you know, there's, there's a group of people that call themselves, themselves cockroaches in the defense industries. 
And what they are really is uh, uh, Jesuit Catholics or just Catholics in general that, and I, and I was raised Catholic, by the way, who um, are loyal to the Catholic Church before anything else. And that's, and uh, they call themselves cockroaches because they're, they believe that they're going to be around uh, when nations fall and rise, when at the very end of everything, they'll still be around like cockroaches would with the nuclear holocaust. That's why they call themselves that. Well, you heard it here, folks, and I know our audience, and I know some of y'all out there listening know exactly what Nick's talking about. So when we come back, we're going to get more information on that. You know, a lot of you guys out there, defense contractors, too. Y'all see it. Y'all got the clearances. We all know. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. We'll be back after the break. My name is James with Milco Carpet Cleaning. I'm based out of Millican, serving all of northern Colorado. We're a family-owned company that will clean your carpets, upholstery, tile, and rugs. My goal is to freshen your home and business, leaving you dry and clean in no time with no residues. Mention this ad and receive $10 per room off, up to $50. You can call me at 970-405-3740 or email me at nococarpetcleaning at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. You've probably been hearing me talk about Y-Refi for a while now. Y-Refi has been getting a ton of phone calls, and I want to thank you for supporting and investing in something that actually helps people. A lot of people are talking about this investment, so I'd like to review the basics with you. First off, yes, it's true. You can earn up to 10.25% fixed rate of return. That's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose, and there are absolutely no fees there is no attack on principle if you ever need your money back and your monthly statements will have no surprises if you're not sure if you can trust this economy this secure collateralized portfolio may be a good option for you just go to investyrefi.com that's the word invest the letter y r e f y.com or call them at 888-YREFI24 that's 888-YREFI24 tell them joe sent you the globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts. You can run on for a long time. Run on. For a long time, run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Go tell that long time. Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. And of course, uh, we're here with our guest, Nick No, U.S. Air Force veteran, military intelligence insider, and he was the Benghazi whistleblower who came forward with the information to help give the public a better sense of what was happening um, that day and, and how we're being lied to. But more importantly, Nick, I think you did it from a place, and I know because we've talked about this before, you did it from a place of, of, I think, genuine integrity. You just knew that there was information that the public needed to know. And, and to this day, you know, I think me and you have that that similarity in, in the way we look at things. We understand that there's certain truth the public needs to know, obviously, and that is integral to, to keeping our constitutional republic 
functioning and, and not being destroyed, right? And you were just saying before the break how yeah. there are individuals who may be listening to this broadcast who have access to things that, that you were describing or information and, and otherwise who um, see stuff happening around them, see people who aren't truly loyal to this nation, who don't want to see it succeed, who are have loyalties elsewhere, who are, are infiltrators, um, and that, that we have to be able to basically stand up against that. Uh, obviously, we're talking about legal and lawful um, you know, opposition, but, but go on on that thread. I don't want to, I don't want to interrupt you because I know we got cut off on the break. And if they're thinking of doing it this year, I would go to the house permanent select committee on intelligence and go through that Avenue. If your other channels don't work. Um, I, I know that they tell you to go through all your regular channels, but you know what? Uh, I think there is no law against you going directly to the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence or the, the Senate one. Uh, that's that's the right way to do it. Um, so um, I wanted to roll into, uh, we talked about the cockroaches, which is basically the Jesuits or uh, uh, you know people that are Catholic that are loyal to the church before anything else that have infiltrated our intelligence agencies. The same has happened with our government uh, uh, body itself. You know, even with, uh, you know, Israel has the right to, you know, they deserve to exist. And I know that they're, most of the people are good people. Um, and I also want to make sure that everybody understands that you cannot have loyalty to more than one country. You cannot be a dual citizen and also, you know, and, and serve two masters, or well, not besides God, you know what I'm saying, with your country, you can't, you eventually, the interest of one will trump another, and which one are you loyal to? At what time? That could change for you. You don't know. So, the idea that we have these people in our government today that are allowed to have dual citizenship is appalling, and it's dangerous. Uh, just the same as, as having the uh, you know, British software controlling our, our government stuff. It's just as bad. You can't do that. No, these people, they are not loyal to the United States. They need to be loyal to our country first, and that's it. If they're going to be involved in government or intelligence work or the military, you, you know, you can't say, oh, yeah, you know, I don't want to go to war with uh, X, Y, Z because, you know, I kind of like them or, you know, know my family or whatever. You know, you can't. You know, or I have a citizenship there, so I can't go fight. It's the same sort of thing that you would run into um, with with uh, Congress and the Senate. You know, these people, uh, we should not have dual citizenship uh, involved in government at all. They should, you know, unless they renounce their citizenship, they should not be allowed to because it's, it's a threat. Yeah, I mean, brother, it's like you look at the list of, members of Congress, members of the Biden administration, members of, and, and this actually was a, a problem I think that plagued Trump as well, uh, where you had people surrounding the, these politicians and these leaders who are, you know, like you said, the, these are serving two masters, but really we know where the ultimate loyalty lies with a lot of these people, especially when it comes to Israel. And, you know, I'm, I've been a, a vocal uh, proponent of saying that that you know I support the, the biblical Israel that we are taught scripturally about, but I don't support the secular humanist state of Israel today. And uh, just as much as I don't, 
I don't support genocide from either side where you have, or, and I'm not loyal to, to, to Israel and I'm not loyal to, you know, Palestine or whatever. It's like, we have so many conflicting interests within our government right now that it's amazing that it even works or functions at all, where you have literal members of the Muslim Brotherhood, you know, lying on their citizenship to get into the United States who then become sitting representatives in the House, right? And, and everybody's just like, oh, that's fine. It's like, well, no, that's not fine. Uh, I'm equally opposed to that as I am to people holding dual citizenship, uh, serving as representatives in our government or working as members of the administration, uh, the administrative state. Obviously, this is a problem, right, Nick? This is something that, that has to be addressed. Absolutely. And, you know, if, for example, even in our Constitution, before the, uh, I think it was uh, the British came and burned down the White House one time, like way back in history, there, you could not be knighted. You could not have a title from England and be involved in government. You, you it, you're not allowed to be. And, and so, for example, Esquire, or whenever you become a uh, an attorney, you have to pass the bar, which is you are basically beholden to a British uh, organization. And and so that's why you know uh, you know one of the th- reasons I see when I see all the lawyers inside of government I'm like oh my gosh look at this you know these guys that they intended for that to never happen because like like I said the bar association and all that is is uh, is uh, beholden to the UK and which is why they they made it written into the Constitution um, and also uh, so think of it that way too with the with the dual citizenship, it's the same concept. It Lord, you know, getting a title and um, knight, knighthood or whatever, it's the same sort of thing. You can't have two countries that you're loyal to. And that's why it was put in our constitution uh, going back. I mean, it's, it's a real problem. And um, we'll, we'll, we'll keep diving on these things. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to get you back next week again, Nick. But we're going to do our God's Grace is Greater segment. We have one more segment we're going to wrap up with. Uh, Nick, you know, it's always a pleasure having you on. Stay, stick with us for one more segment. Everybody, Nick No, It's N-I-C-K-N-O-E. Go look him up. Uh, I'm sure he'll have uh, info on, on whatever he has going on, too. We'll get all that on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Inform Talk Radio. We'll be back after the break. This is Mark Hall, host of the Come Out of Her My People show here on the Roar of the Rockies. Tune in to discover why, whether it's the law of the land or scripture, what you've probably heard it says is not what is written. It's time to come out of all of that. You are listening to KHNC, the Roar of the Rockies. ETI is your local one-stop shop for all your heavy equipment needs, from rebuilding your components to helping manage your fleet. Our goal is to make your life simple. Our full-service hydraulic and machine shop will meet all your expectations. We also offer free pickup and delivery. Call Jeff at 970-685-2064 with any questions or to schedule a pickup. Again, that's 970-685-2064. 
Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We're joined by Nick No, U.S. Air Force veteran, military intelligence insider, Benghazi whistleblower. Nick, another great Friday show, brother. Hope we're going to get you back on. Um, we're going to keep this regular every Friday. I know you'll have more for us next week. Anything you want to leave the audience with, though, before we do our final segment? I want to say, uh, you know, uh, we talked about a lot of stuff that kind of seems overwhelming, I'm sure, to some people. Just remember that don't you cannot give up. If you give up, that's when you lose, and it becomes contagious. When people see that you've given up, it makes them takes a sail out of their wind or the wind out of their sails. So lift everybody else up and keep spirits high and never give up. Amen, brother. Uh, that's what we need to do. We need to uphold, uh, you know, uplift one another. And that's why I always end with our God's Grace is Greater segment, Nick. You know this. I want to leave people with some hope and encouragement and a little bit of discernment to take with them today as they go into the world because we need uh, men and women of, of courage, as Jesus would say, take courage and go and uh, into the world as you go into the world. So let's go ahead, Nick, real quick. We're going to read Psalm 21. Uh, picking up where we left off, we're doing the book of Psalms, and uh, today is no different. This is our scripture reading, then we'll talk about it for a second, but it's Psalm 21. It's called The King's Victory, and I want to share these words with you. Another Davidic psalm says, Lord, the king finds joy in your strength. How greatly he rejoices in your victory. You have given him his heart's desire and have not denied the request of his lips, Salah. For you meet with him, or you meet him with rich blessings. You place a crown of pure gold on his head. He asked you for life, and you gave it to him. Length of days, forever and ever. His glory is great through your victory. You confer your majesty and splendor on him. You give him blessings forever. You cheer him with joy in your presence. For the king relies on the Lord. Though, or through the faithful love of the Most High, he is not shaken. Your hand will capture all your enemies. Your right hand will seize all those who hate you. You will make them burn like a fiery furnace when you appear. The Lord will engulf them in his wrath and fire will devour them. You will wipe their descendants from the earth and their offspring from the human race. Though they intend to harm you and devise a wicked plan, they will not prevail. Instead, you will put them to flight when you aim your bow at their faces. Be exalted, Lord, in your strength. We will sing and praise your might. Now, Nick, everything we talked about today, right? I hear these words, these these verses, and I'm encouraged because I know that the same problem we're facing here, brother, today is what David was facing then. What what every every ruler and king and 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 kingdom has faced. 
They've faced wickedness. They've faced evil. They've faced those who thought they could dethrone God and destroy God. But guess what? They all failed. And everything they did came to nothing. And their empires were what were, were destroyed. And what has persisted and remained is Jesus Christ as Lord, the Lord above all. And, and brother, I, I know our audience out there needs to hear this because I need to hear it. And I'm sure you do as well. God wins in the end. And this verse, these verses tell us that that is exactly what is coming. No matter how it looks, like Nick said, do not lose your hope. Do not feel like this is a hopeless endeavor. God will give us the greatest victory of all. No matter how it comes, it will come. We have to have that faith and we have to be men and women of integrity, righteousness, and leadership to, to bring everybody in the future. What do you think of that, Nick? That's very well said. And don't forget, like you said, in the end, God wins. And we stick together and we can all get through this. Amen, brother. And all you out there listening, if you haven't accepted Christ now, I'm calling on you to do it. Just open your heart, say a prayer, repent of your sin, accept him as your savior, watch him do great things, watch him lead you and I and all of us together to victory. And if you already have, the victory is ours, brothers and sisters. Go out and do great things today. We'll see you next time. Thanks to Nick. I'm your host, Craig James. We'll see you next time. Godspeed and God bless each and every one of you, patriots.